Hey, this is Laura. And Steven. And this is our podcast, Midday Musings, where we take our lunch break to talk about the things that are on our mind. Today we are talking about Today Magazine's list of the 20 best first date ideas according to relationship experts. So sit back, relax, and we'll get into it. Hey there, Steven. Hello, Laura. How are you? How am I? I am doing I'm doing great. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah killing it. it. Living my life, living my bliss. I don't even know what the next words are going to be that are going to come out of my mouth, but they're going to indicate how awesome I'm doing. Amazing. 2024 energy on point. Oh, absolutely. 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 How are things in your world? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Oh, um, nice. I'm well exercised. So I'm in that sort of slightly exhausted but gratified place. And uh, I've got some fun things to tell you. You do? I do. Remember in late November when we released an episode on that viral list of very bad first dates? You know, I don't remember anything beyond beyond January 1st, 2024. The past is dead, the past, is what you're saying? The past is gone. Nothing is... No, I totally remember that. Yeah, okay, I remember yeah. that. That was a lot of fun. Fantastic. So I, I was puzzling over that and I thought to myself, surely there's a list of great first date ideas. Mm. And there oh, is. There nice. are several. And I found one that I liked that I wanted to share with you. I would love to hear more about this, considering that that list, the question we kept asking ourselves as we were looking at this list of places to not take a woman on a first date, the question I kept asking was, where should you take someone on their first date? Like, what is okay or what is great? Yeah. So I'd love to hear this. What do you want? Like, what would be great? Yeah, what do you okay, want so, out of your um, first encounter with someone? There are a number of these lists out there, like Google will give you everything, ChatGPT could aggregate something for you. But the list that I found that I really liked was this list from today.com. It's 20 best first date ideas according to relationship experts. Mm. And so it's insights aggregated from three different relationship experts, one of whom is Elizabeth Earnshaw, author and co-founder of Ars Premarital Council, Premarital Counseling. We also have Julia Storm, author of Five Simple Steps to Manifesting Your Life Partner, love that the word manifesting is becoming so ubiquitous yeah. lately because it feels very much like the next iteration of the manifest destiny nonsense that oh, Americans no. were up to in the 19th century. It's law of attraction, but it's still kind of old worldly to me. It's like, it is your manifest destiny to create the life that you want. Instead of manifest destiny, it's manifest your, your destiny. destiny. That's what the modern verbiage yeah, is. Yeah, we ran out of ground to cover so now we cover the ground within. And by the way, I know you meant to say the premarital counseling, but mm -hmm. premarital counsels sounds like they're just a group of people that help determine whether or not you are ready to get married. I do not think there is no value in that idea. I mean, I think that would be helpful. There are some people, having watched 90 Day Fiance UK a lot recently, there are some people who should have to go through that kind of counseling. Not to deviate us too much. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to talk about that at a near term but later date absolutely um because fascinating absolutely. endlessly fascinating the third relationship expert who is weighing in on this list is rachel czar a couples therapist and a scarletsociety.com expert panelist Ooh. Oh, so we've got three experts coming in aggregating a list of 20 first date ideas and i figured i would just tell them to you get through as many as possible 
and you uh, tell me what you think. I am all about that, especially because this? they're bringing, they're not only good first date ideas, but they're brought to you by relationship experts. And critically, ladies. Remember when I was like, yes. what do women want? And the list that we previously featured was a list of bad first date ideas based on women. Oh, this is... Women polled. So this is... We're going to do it, guys. We're yeah. going to we're gonna figure it out. The question will be answered. What is a good first date according to relationship experts slash women? This is perfect because the question on my mind frequently is, what do women want? I tend to have more female friends than not. Oh, and for so sure. it's just something that I, I'm always curious about. And I know men folk who may be a lot more single than myself are definitely curious out there about what women want in a date, in a first date. Oh yeah. And as a woman, I am constantly asking myself, what do I want? <laughs> Everyone wants to know. Certainly I do. So yeah. I'd okay. Love to hear about so it. number one, coming at you. Okay. Have a coffee date at a bookstore. A coffee? That sounds fantastic. Right? That like sounds a, great. Like a fun spin on an old classic. I feel like we've done that a bunch. Oh, dude! I I don't know if we we probably have done it a bunch. Well, we we've just gone to gone to a lot of bookstores. We've gone to bookstores and gotten coffee and just hung mm -hmm. out and like quietly read books together. That to me feels like a fun first date if you don't have a lot. If you don't know if you want to talk yet, you know. Oh yeah, it's a great first date romantically, and it's a great first friend hangout because it is extraordinarily exploratory. Oh yeah, it's just like first you have to figure out which section of the bookstore do they mm -hmm. gravitate towards first. Because I know I have my spaces. Absolutely. And it is extremely telling. And if they don't gravitate towards a section which you, you like, or if they don't gravitate towards a section at all, and they say, you know what? I don't really read. That's it's like, maybe well, a red Thank flag. you very much for your time. Thank you for your time. We will be entertaining other callers at this time. Yeah, yeah. Not for everybody. Like, not for everyone. Not, not everybody's not for a everyone. reader. Absolutely. And reading or not is not a deal breaker for a lot of people. It, it is for me. We're a little more nerdy than I was this. actually, I was remembering, this is, this is like a core embarrassment memory for me. At a Thanksgiving dinner a number of years ago, we were at my cousin's and there was a group of like older men who were like the dads and stuff who were over 40 and they were kind of harassing this one guy's 15 year old son about dating. They're like, no, you gotta, you gotta get a girlfriend. You gotta date. You gotta get girls. And so, so many they, girls get so all many girls. girls just get like binders full of women how many just um, get binders oh no and so they were being weird to him first of all and then they asked me well laura what do you look for in a guy and i was like i hate this conversation and everything that is happening <laughs> but i gave the weird answer i look for a guy who's literate by which i meant someone who reads but like it came out weird and <laughs> it was still very accurate and every this whole this whole experience was awkward for everyone but anyway bookstores make sure they read <laughs> make sure they're not only literate but they enjoy reading. <laughs> yeah like you need if them you to like. be able to read yeah but also reading is a plus i love that that is a solid first pick for me yeah I, I, a, plus, a plus i'm into it yeah. i'm into it i can spend hours mm -hmm. at a bookstore and if if you get me caffeinated maybe more <laughs> Maybe whole days. Okay, so the second one, super duper fun. And mm. we have had this date too. Pick something up from a farm. Oh, that is nice. Right? Yeah. Do like a you pick at some farm out in some random farm area that's like an hour away because you get a little drive and you go up and you pick up a pumpkin or you pick up some squash and you just get some outdoorsy stuff, but you're doing a thing together. Yeah, yeah. You're on a quest, basically. Yeah. It is... It is um, exploration it's physical labor it's 
having a lot of produce to talk about. And sometimes it's like those weird gatherings of birds. Yes. All over a section of the farm. I was just thinking about them, honestly. I was just thinking about them. So yeah, it's a quest. There's an adventure. And there's also potentially some obstacles to overcome. Yeah, an element of danger. Yeah. Like there were just, this one you pick we went to, there were just... I swear, 50 to 100 birds. I think they were geese or something. A mm. bunch of Canadian geese that were just there. They were just around and like they didn't let you go through certain parts of the field because mm. they were, that was their turf. Don't mess with them geese. They will mess you up. Dude, when there are 50 of them, yeah, you do not go into their turf. Oh yeah, no, don't do like, it. I feel like I could confidently handle up to five geese. Sure, but 40, 50, no. 100, because they might have more in the bushes just waiting and they can fly. You can't fly. We yeah, yeah. They've got little teeth on their beaks. They're yeah. maniacs. And not only that, not only that the random animals you could run into, but also sometimes there's some mud and so you're kind of, you're, you're stumbling around a little bit. There's an opportunity for a bit of a, oh no, I'm falling. Maybe you fall into the other person's arms or, oh, you fall in the mud and it's a little bit of a, oh, how silly. You know, you show some vulnerability. Like there are a lot of fun opportunities there. And yeah. then you have a snack at the end of it if you pick some some stuff together. Exactly, exactly. Get some of your grocery shopping done. Right. Because the produce at grocery shops right now are unfortunate. Yeah, it's a part, sadly. <laughs> okay, so here's another one. Number three, engage in a friendly competition. Oh, I'm all about the friendly competition. It's fun, right? Yeah. You will be delighted to know that the example they throw at you first is pickleball. Oh, pickleball. Which is very clearly a cult that is sweeping the nation uh, pickleball. for like the, the last two years. The cult that is sweeping the nation. It's pickleball. Everyone wants it's to play pickleball. it. Even if they don't know what it is, they want to play it all the time. Here it's we are. It's like tennis or ping pong, but better for your knees and larger. Yeah, invented by someone from the Pacific Northwest. Maybe Probably. Bill Gates. I don't know. I've heard rumors and legends of this, but who knows? It hardly matters. You know, when I think of a friendly competition, something I think of, and this actually may be an unfriendly competition, mm -hmm. Mario Kart. Oh, that's a stress test. <laughs> which could also be a friendly competition. <laughs> because if they're competitive, they actually might appreciate it. They go, oh, I can unleash my claws in this situation. For me, it's usually a video game. It's Mario Kart, it's Smash Brothers, it's something like that. It's a game typically, but those are a little more intense and maybe a little less accessible to the average person. I do love a good game of pool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because no one's really good at it. So anyone... <laughs> no that, one's really good at I it. I mean, I'm never good at it, so I make that assumption. <laughs> <laughs> no one's really good at it, so it's nice that you're kind of on the same playing field. Okay, so you're going to love this next one because mm. you've kind of already like side shuffled into it. Go to an arcade. Oh my gosh. That's, Dude, yes. That might be number one for me. Dude, that, that that's an incredible one. date. First, uh, second, fifth, last. I don't care. Like, arcades are incredible. Dave and Buster's is the best thing ever, and I don't care who knows it. Oh like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's great. If you want to just throw down a $20 Dave and Buster's, I'm lying, $100 on a Dave and Buster's card. <laughs> Minimum. Minimum. And just go to town for hours incredible oh yeah oh yeah and arcades have got they've gotten more high tech too like the dave and busters they have like vr games mm. you can play too for a little extra money they have virtual roller coasters you can go on and and go through this whole thing and it's like wind flying in your face it's i do remember that technology from late 90s though so i don't oh. think it's super duper novel well, yeah. but it's still great it's still great it's still fun it's still great no yeah. one's sad okay so this is the one Maybe a contentious one because it was on the list of bad first dates. Mm, okay, but okay. go for a walk. 
I see how that could be boring to some people, but I that I think is a perfect first date. Just walk somewhere, just go downtown or go to a little city somewhere and just walk around. Yeah, I think the, the resistance to it would probably be related to the idea that it doesn't cost anything. So it's like a super low investment date. But I mean, not a low investment of steps. No, no. like Lots it, of stuff to look at. I think it just, it tells you that person who's willing to do this or who's interested in doing this is probably going to like exploring and like wandering around towns with you. And if you like to do that, that's a fun, not just first date, but fun ongoing activity to do. So I'm a big fan of that. That's like number two for me. Okay. Well, the bears of the Pacific Northwest will like this next one. Mm. It's more advanced than the last one. Opt for a hike. Oh, a hike as a first date? As a first date. Interesting. I mean, it depends on the length of the hike, right? Yeah. Because um, there are some six-hour hikes, and that's that's a lot. Yeah. I don't know that I want to be in the wilderness with someone I don't know that well that long. I've known some PMW bears who, not actual bears, but people that I that I consider bears because they're way more outdoorsy than me. So outdoorsy, fair, they might as well be bears. Right. To be fair, I'm not very outdoorsy. So anyone that likes to go on a four to six-hour hike on the weekend, they're more outdoorsy than me. To me, they're a bear. I've heard tales from them of taking some of their friends who don't really know hiking, don't really do hiking, and they've just, like, ruined the, <laughs> those people. Like, they're fine, but their legs were basically jello by the end of it. The bear said, we're going on a short hike, and it was a four- to six-hour hike. Uh, so for the... I think it has to be for the right person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is This is another thing where you get to learn something about your date. Can they read? Can they hike? Do they want to? I just think of Eliza Schlesinger's old joke where she's like, I like hiking. Do I like hiking? Yes, I, li I like hiking. And Because hiking is the one outdoor activity that you can kind of get away with lying about. Yeah. You don't hike, but you can walk. So probably <laughs> you can hike. I'll stop sidebarring us and we'll get back to it in a sec. But in that comedy bit... She says that girls assume that guys are like bears. They like to live in the woods and like all guys are bears. They like to live in the woods. They like to do outdoorsy things all the time. And so the standard girl response is like, I like hiking because it like gives them something that works for them. So to me, it's mm -hmm. interesting that that's like a pro place to take a, a female. Seems like more a place that... To take a boy. To take a boy, at least from Eliza Schlesinger's comedy bit. <laughs> I, it really does depend. I, there are some outdoorsy ladies. That's true. They That's do. True. They do love a hike. Here's a here's another one that I think is actually quite interesting. Dine at your date's favorite restaurant. Why I like this is because you a get to learn what their favorite restaurant is, yeah. and b they get to eat their favorite food. Ooh, yeah, yeah. By the way, what is your favorite food? I mean, I enjoy almost everything that is offered on the Asian continent, but the thing that I can consume all the time is sushi and I love a revolving sushi restaurant oh so it might be Kura Sushi. Kura Sushi is fantastic. Yeah. No waiting, which you know I hate. You know I hate that about oh, sit-down restaurants. It. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if I have to spend more than an hour sitting down. <sighs> you start tapping your foot just ready to go. Yeah, I just... I appreciate it for what it is and it is beautiful and excellent for someone else. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I love to, like, dine, dash, get right out of there. Yeah, and that way, through that particular first date, you get an optimal experience. You get a, you get a restaurant in the, the time frame that you like with the food that you like. I think it's perfect. That's honestly a solid contender for, like, number two. Like, one or, number right? one or number two, honestly. Yeah, so, like, self-paced. And that's also what I like about buffets. 
also the thing that's great about buffets is that you can stand up yes. and go back. Oh, and buffets. So, like, you, you can, don't have to sit the whole time. And buffets, you can eat anything. It, you don't oh, yeah. have to pick their favorite thing. Just take them to a buffet. There's all kinds of things they can pick from. You know, granted, some people are a little bit uh, turned off by buffets, but everyone is... Which is completely valid from, you know, a sanitary standpoint. Yeah, but like, I, I love it. I'm a big fan of the, the take someone to their, their favorite restaurant mm-hmm. specifically. It's a bit of a switch from the standard take someone out to a restaurant, surprise them, just take them somewhere fancy that they have no idea where they're going. Mm-hmm. But it's it's curating the experience for your partner. And I think that is incredibly considerate. What is your favorite restaurant slash food? My favorite restaurant. Oh, you know, okay. My favorite restaurant is actually Digger's Diner in Concord, <laughs> California. No joke. It's, I, I don't even, you. I don't even know if they're still open, but they had the biggest, most magnificent, like aggressively sized burgers I've ever found. And they were all named after like graveyard elements. The diner was built by a former graveyard worker who incredible story by the way got a bunch of money like he used to he used to work like maybe own a graveyard run a graveyard i'm not sure but then can he opened... one ever really own a graveyard <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the spirits of the dead no one can own those but yeah so he he used to work in a he used to work in the graveyard and then got a bunch of money together and then started a diner and called it Digger's Diner, like Grave Digger's Diner. And so all of his burgers are called things like the Crypt, uh, the Crypt Keeper and like the, I don't know, the hearse or something. Mm-hmm. And they're all death related. So it all feels very Halloween and spooky and the burgers are gi- freaking gigantic. Oh, I get this. This is how you introduce the idea that you're like super dark, but like silly. <laughs> but also that I love burgers. And that yeah. you love burgers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's another one. Also a huge fan of this. Mm. Swing by a museum or art gallery. Oh, I feel like that's number one for you. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, especially like a natural history museum. All day. All day, every day. You know, I have to be honest, before I met you, I was a little iffy on museums. Loser. Um, I knew <laughs> you react strongly to that. Please continue. I came in prepared to be publicly <laughs> humiliated. I'm by so sorry. That. I respect you and value your opinions. <laughs> It's fine. I understand. You have a passion for museum and art. And I it's grown on me, honestly. I really enjoy them. You see, when we go to them, you make them fun. You make them silly. I think my experience with art or with museums is that people go to them and they act very high and mighty and they pretend to be way more cultured than they are. Mm. And they do it as a form of elitism. Ah. A, a form of like ostentatious elitism like oh look at this monet what a, this is a classical monet from like the the rembrandt period i'm making mm-hmm. stuff up but they do it to show how fancy and cool they are but not because they actually love art but mm. you know you go in you go in loving art and you go in making jokes about the art oh yeah and that to me is an optimal experience see to me museums are just theme parks that are themed to history Yeah, that's totally fair. So the next one is along that vein. uh, Take a class together. Oh, that that one. These are really good. Right? These These relationship experts, they know some stuff. Because you're learning, you're growing, you're you're seeing what people are good at, what they're not good at. Maybe you're not good at a thing and you get a chance to show some vulnerability. Maybe you're great at this thing and you just want to show strength. And you get to show off and that can be enticing too. It's funny that both showing vulnerability and showing strength can both be potentially enticing to a partner. We like range. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anything other than don't show anything. Show us something, I think, is the, the bid for a partner. Mm-hmm. No, I'm a huge fan of that. Whether it's like a cake making class, uh, a salsa class, a mm. world domination class. That's not a thing. But Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> painting classes specifically are the next ones. So they're like, get painting. And that's another type of class, but a little bit easier to pick up, probably more digestible. Oh, yeah. If you don't have academically inclined first daters oh totally those are really fun too like paint something make something mm-hmm. pottery is also kind of fun Ooh, yeah, yeah paint, love some pottery, pottery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we have friends who absolutely adore this one. Oh yeah try an escape room oh <laughs> try and get out <laughs> that's i have mixed feelings about escape rooms and i'll tell you why mm-hmm As I mentioned, I've worked in corporate environments for a long time, and part of what I used to do is help get escape rooms planned for our for the teams that I worked on. They were fun, I enjoyed them, but doing an escape room with like a corporate team is different than doing an escape room with your friends. And I think it sort of just made it seem associated with work for me. So I'm like, Mm. escape room could be fun. I think I would need to get people to get me back into it. People that I'm just friends with and that I don't have like a work obligation with. Uh, But they they are really well done and really like interesting to go through. Yeah, yeah. They're all about strategy, teamwork, and suspense. Although I myself am not, also not terribly interested in escape rooms. But I I see their value. Oh, totally. I respect the hustle. And yeah, if I was ever trapped somewhere, the people who like escape rooms would be the people I would hope I was yeah. with. Well, you're solving a puzzle together and you're winning together. It's the it's like the competition thing. It's yeah, like the a friendly shared competition. Endeavor. Yeah. But it's a shared endeavor, but you try to win together instead of trying to beat someone else. I really like it. As okay. a concept. Yeah, right. So we actually do this quite a lot. A ten trivia night at a bar. Oh, dude, trivia night is trivia night's fun. Trivia night's just really fun no matter what. Like, Mm -hmm. if you know a lot, great. Again, if you don't know a lot, it can be a fun opportunity to just look silly and just have some playful banter about how bad you are at trivia. Oh, for sure, (laughs) for sure. And learn interesting facts about the interesting facts that people know. Yeah, you're laughing, you're learning. Here's something that actually I've never even heard of suggested. Oh, really? Take a graffiti tour of your city. What? Right? What? How what? do we... I want to do that immediately. That yeah, sounds if you, really Yeah, if fun. you live in a metropolitan area, obviously. So they're like, look for local murals and graffiti art on Instagram, then create a walking or biking tour to check out the local artwork. A little planning required little planning. on that. But that does show initiative. It does. Yeah. It's unique. It, it appreciates your home location. It's really interesting. You know, the weird thing is I think Pokemon Go could actually show me where a lot of the graffiti is in the area because they they make all these random landmarks in the area. They turn them into Pokestops. Dude, no. Pokemon Go first date. Everybody open your Pokemon Go, head on out, collect resources, fight in arenas. And then go. In gyms, I mean. And you can fight together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like fight someone else together. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. It combines taking a walk, taking a graffiti tour of your city, and hitting an arcade. Right? Oh, that's great. Speaking of which, the next option is hit the water. Do like kayaking, paddleboarding, boating, some water-based activity. Polar bear plunge. Or polar bear plunge. That seems if to be, you must. That seems to be pretty popular for people around the first of the year. They they do love a good organized plunge. Right. Hit the water. You know what's funny is, 
as far as I understand, I'm a water sign, but I don't really, I'm not really as into the water thing as, uh, as, as others <laughs> might be. I don't know. I'm not sure why. I mean, I'm, I like I'm an earth wet. sign, but I'm not like buried in a garden right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't like getting wet that much. I don't know what it is. I don't even like wetting my face. You know how pickleball is a cult? I think paddleboarding is a cult. Oh, paddleboarding is a cult. People keep inviting you to go paddleboarding and I don't understand. <laughs> Folks in the audience, tell us what is paddleboarding about? Do you yeah. like it? Do you love it? Do you is there something, some magic there that we just don't get? Is there something about standing on a surfboard and slowly paddling across a hopefully calm body of water that is life changing or affirming? I It's hard probably, to say. probably. But I have seen people paddleboard in like 60 mile per hour wind with torrential rain and that's what leads me to believe that this is a cult or an addiction because why would you do that (laughs) in those conditions if there wasn't something diabolical on the underside the cortisol that's what it's about it's the same reason why i like to run really fast um i i have to go back to the water one because there is one circumstance where i love being on the water and that's on a boat i do love being on a boat boats amazing but i need more infrastructure i can't just be in the water because that's where the sharks live i can't be on like one of those stand-up boats it's too small i need more protection because there are elements to be considered yeah i like my water floaty device to have sides in general although i do sometimes surf i don't know why it's different I'll think about that and come back to you. Okay, I'm just going to hit the rest of these totally. like, really quickly. The next option is head to their part of town. Check out their neighborhood. It's nice to them. Yeah. Next one, play at a board game cafe. Oh, yes. Yes, that's great. That's high on my list. Yeah, probably a fan favorite with some of the people who are listening. Another option, walk your dog, which is actually a delightful option. Walk your dog. You get to meet the dog. You get to walk around. It's great. Share something you love. If you're a diehard baseball fan, take them to a game. If your favorite band is in town, buy tickets to the show. The core of this, I think, is just showing them who you are. Yeah, share something you love, like theft, arsony. <laughs> theft, arson. <laughs> Getaway cars. <laughs> Haunted houses. Another option, set up a picnic outside. I actually really like this because I will go a lot of places for snacks. Oh, that's really cute. It's really that's cute. That's really cute. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. And finally, scope out local events, which you should absolutely be doing anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because then you're both learning about something together, about your environment, and maybe you meet people there. Yeah, and it's important to, like, just know the city that you live in. Take the opportunity to mine what is unique about your region. Yeah. I gotta say, these are not just really good first dates. These are just good dates in general. And maybe good friend dates to go on. These are just great ideas. Yeah, great. If you want to go out and do things with anyone, someone you're dating, someone you want to date, someone, an ex that you want to not date but be close to for whatever reason, (laughs) take them on one of these dates. Confuse them because it does really feel like a date. It does, (laughs) you know? Confuse your enemies and your friends. That way everyone's the same. Perfect. Yeah, so that is the 20 best first date ideas according to relationship experts. I hope you found this valuable. I thought it was a pretty good list. I certainly know I found it valuable. Yes, yeah. yeah. So we've gone a little bit over time, but love you, mean it. Catch you on the next lunch break. All right, see y'all the next lunch break. Bye. Bye.
This has been Steven. And Laura. Thanks for tuning in to Midday Musings, the podcast where we talk about all the things on our mind. Be sure to follow us on Spotify and jump into the conversation in our polls and Q&As. We would love to hear from you. Catch you next lunch break.